Welcome to the No Budget Indie Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel, or will our panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out. My name is Milo Dennison, and with me, as always, are my most excellent co-hosts, Claire Milan. Hello. And Cahal Feeney. Hello. Today, audience, we are looking at a film called Outside just outside. I, I wanted to say outside in, but it's not. It's outside, starring Amy Acker and James Carpinello. And it's a husband and wife team who got together during the coronavirus and decided to make themselves a film. Amy plays a woman who is um, being forced to stay at home from a kind of unforeseen, I don't know, they kind of imply it might be a monster, it might be an alien invasion, it might be a plague or something, but something that is killing people when they leave their house. And it tends to uh, go after women more so than men. And so her husband, played by James, can actually leave the house on occasion and go get supplies and bring them back to her. But she's actually forced to stay inside all the time and not allowed to like open the windows or anything. And so we kind of see this going on. And then she sees a neighbor across the way who leaves the house for a minute and gets back inside. And she kind of starts to wonder, well, hey, wait a minute. Is this really something to be scared of? Or is my husband perhaps um, playing a little trick on me? And that is pretty much the plot of the film. What's nice about this is they shot it during the coronavirus and it's Amy and James filmed it on an iPhone and did everything themselves. I think they had, they sent it out for, I think they had somebody else edit it and, and do some other uh work to it but it was actually fully shot themselves and you, and you do notice it when you're watching it like the there's shots in front of the window where the window's very blown out and uh the sound you can tell is a bit echoey at times and stuff but um as a as a do-it-yourself home project i thought it turned out pretty well it was interesting so these are fairly well-known actors aren't they i i, I don't know them personally amy was, um was yeah. in a show called angel who i know her from i, I watched that it was like a buffy spinoff and, uh, and then she was also in Cabin in the Woods, which was also a pretty good movie. Um, so she's done a bit. And I think he's mostly a stage actor. I've never seen him before in my life. Yeah. And they're married, apparently, as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah, I think he's a Broadway actor and he's done bits and pieces of television. But yeah, it was interesting. It, it's, it is perfect for our no budget channel because it is no budget. You know, it's, yeah. it's something that they, they, they did all themselves. And it, yeah, it's interesting. The start, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like a kind of a... Because um, I hadn't read they, until the end that they filmed this during the coronavirus. So I didn't realize. So, um, and I didn't... I went to look up the actors in the end. So it, it is... It does come across very low budget. Like the, the windows are blown out. Um, you know, some parts of it are... Maybe minor sound issues. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's... And it was interesting that they, they did make all themselves bar the few people who did special effects... Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, like I've seen a lot of these type of films, these type of stories. At first I thought, oh God, it's, you know, it's, it's um, oh, there's a monster outside and, you know, it's real and he's trying to protect her. And then at one point it kind of turned and I thought this was all about domestic violence, especially when um, uh, he, he wouldn't let her use the phone. She couldn't find her phone and it was smashed. And then I was like, oh God, this is going to go another way. Um, and then when, uh, towards the end, when she did get out and there was something, <laughs> is there a spoiler, spoiler alert? alert? 
you know, <laughs> so that doesn't take very long at all, Claire. Jeez. I know. I, did, <laughs> I, won't say, I won't say what happens at the end, but, but when that happens, I was like, ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's a weird film because it's, it's just, it's one that it obviously is made for no money and they did themselves. Uh, I do, I do admire them for it, but it wouldn't be a film like that would stay with you or anything or, you know, that would move you. But just, just that one moment, I thought, oh God, this is a domestic violence situation. You know, my, my heart kind of jumped and I was like, oh, you know, and then it was like, ah. Oh. Like you, I even though the title says on YouTube anyway, you know, uh, 2020 in brackets, I didn't really pay much attention to that. And then I started watching it and I kind of thought, oh, well, this is, this is such an obvious COVID allegory. It has to be, it has to be made in uh, during during the pandemic because it has it has all the kind of the, the the same ideas like that. There's this sort of mysterious kind of illness, unseen illness, and they can't go outside, and they're they're in lockdown, and she's sort of like a skeptic about who skeptical about whether it exists or not, and and he's he's convinced it is, and then he takes these more extreme measures to make her stay inside. And and it does a point is you do start to wonder, okay, is this what way is it gonna go? It just keep you guessing, is is he is there something more sinister going on here or not? So um we find out at the end. But I mean ultimately uh, the the denouement comes down to whether or not the director is a COVID believer or a COVID denier, I think, you know. But uh as you say, like it, it is just uh, the two of them, and it's a great example of what you know what you can do in a in a panda in a pandemic. There, there was a lot of people involved in the visual effects. If you look at the credits, yeah, uh, that. yeah, but like people. Like, oh my but, god! <laughs> but I mean, it was if you think about it. But in regards to the camera work, they did all that themselves. So yeah, they, yeah. so yeah. you know, good job to them of like setting it you know, doing the scenes and, you know, getting enough camera movement and and that kind of stuff, which I thought was kind of impressive. Yeah, Especially because it was on an iPhone. Or yeah, yeah, they yeah. would have had to just attach their iPhone to an iPod or something, or, or to a to a tripod in some way. So it is, it is a, when, I, when I saw it at the, uh, at the end, and it was filmed themselves, besides the festival effects, yeah, you do admire it, admire them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they wanted to do something, obviously create something themselves and... But yeah, it just shows you what you can do and you can create a decent film, you know, with very, just by doing stuff yourself like this. You know? Yeah, absolutely. One criticism I would, I would have, and it's nothing to do with the, 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 the standard of the filmmaking or anything, but in order to, 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 in, to be invested in the fate of a character, you have to really get to know them a bit. You know, you have to be able to relate to them in a way. And we never do. You know, we never really get to know these people. Like you, you, you kind of jumped right in and they're in this sort of, they're in this kind of panicky state, you know, about this virus. And um, it, it, we've had this, I've had this before with other films like that. That, that And I think it's a problem with short films particularly because it, you, you don't get enough time to really, you know, to kind of get to know the people. So you're not really, you know, overly invested in what happens to them. And I think you lose a bit of sort of tension and drama. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's kind of a, one of the criticisms I had as well. And I was just looking while you were talking and it's 16 minute film. So, you know, in short film time, that's reasonably long, but obviously not feature film to get to know the character. So, so I agree. I would have liked 
to get to know them a little bit more, um, to, to feel a certain level of empathy for them that I think, I don't know, maybe somehow if they could have like worked that in just a bit more, I, I agree in, in that criticism. Yeah. It was kind of, everything looks so sterile as well. Mm-hmm. Like there seem to be no objects, no, there's no personal objects about. Exactly. You know, everything super clean, super white looking. When they did establish it, it, that with her as a character where she was cleaning a lot as kind of like a coping me- mechanism or something or yeah. the, the COVID analogy where when, when, when COVID started to happen, like stores where people were buying gallons of bleach and sterilizing their homes and that kind of stuff. So there's that association as well. But it, it doesn't look very austere, like it's very white. You'd imagine that is their house, probably, too. I know, very boring house if it is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I was just thinking, but you know, when you see something like that, it, it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable, just the sterileness of it. And, and she wore black the whole time as well, you know. Um, and it was interesting because she was looking across the way and she kind of saw a mirror image of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a bit... Yeah, yeah. Like, you got the feeling that she, that she was starting to go a bit crazy, like lose it a bit. That's that being kept inside all the time. Yeah. We want to rate it? Yeah. Sure. I, I tell you what, I, I, I take on board all the points that have been made. I'm still going to give it less than three. <laughs> I'm going to give it two and a half. And, uh, and I think that's really, it's really because of that, what I mentioned earlier, that you're not really... You're not really overly invested in the character in the story, and it kind of leaves you a bit flat at the end. So yeah, two and a half. Oh, I totally agree. It, it kind of yeah, I don't particularly like these type of films. It wouldn't be my cup of tea, and yeah, there's it would it wouldn't stay with you afterwards, and it's definitely lacking something, possibly in the script. Um, yeah, let me again like you all uh, feeling very flat. So I give it two stairs. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I kind of feel the same way. I, I was leaning towards a two, um, but I'm going to bump it to a three just because I, I, I'm impressed with just the proof that two people can, you know, make something decent with, you know, themselves on their own when sitting at home. But um, yeah, in regards to story, it didn't leave me anything. I mean, it's if I were just rating it on story, I might even go like a one, one and a half yeah. star. Uh, you no know. story there, really. Do you know? As, uh, well, I bumped it up to, from two to two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. So I, I was leaning towards a two as well, but um, no, I'll be nice. I'll give him a three. I'm, fe- I'm feeling nice today. Plus, I like <laughs> I, I like well, I like Amy Ecker too. Like um, uh, mm-hmm. the stuff that she's done, uh, she, she's just a. Yeah, nice, nice actress. And, and, and in fairness, if, if, I, if I made something like that, I'd be pretty proud of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it. No budget film cast audience. If you uh, agree with our assessment of this film, which we will, of course, throw a link to the notes so you can have a watch, let us know on social media. Go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Search for at No Budget Show, and that's where you will find us to let you know, let us know what you think. And with that, we will say, stay tuned to see what we are watching next week, and see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.